0: From the Over the Top Studios in Netherland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to Over the Top Cycling, presented by Gerard Cycles. And today I am very excited to be talking with Chris Bag and Molly Balf of Chris Bag Coaching Group. And uh, thank you both for taking the time to chat with us today. Thanks
1: for having me.
2: It's our pleasure. Thank you so much. We're really stoked to get a chance to sit in the other chair from a year ago.
0: <laughs> now, Mr. Bag, you're Chris Bag Coaching Group, but do you prefer Chris or Christopher?
2: Definitely Chris. Uh, okay. There's only a few people who call me Christopher. Um, and there, yeah. I mean, that's my, my mom, maybe.
0: Only when she's mad. Okay. I will not <laughs> be all one of mad them. At you. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> So, Chris, how did uh, CBCG come to be?
2: Uh, okay, so um, I'll try to do this super quickly. Um, I was trying to sell a set of wheels um, in 2009 to support my, uh, my triathlon habit. And um, I sold them to a guy in Australia. And they were tubular wheels, which a whole bunch of people are going to be like, What? Um, cause those are rapidly disappearing. Um, and he wrote me back and it was like, Hey, this is my first set of tubular wheels. Do you have any suggestions on how to like deal with these effectively? And I think I wrote him back like a three page email. Um, and he wrote back like, Oh, you're kind of crazy, but you seem to know a good bit about like sports. Um, and I was like well yeah sure maybe Um, and he's like I'm a triathlete but I need somebody to help would you be willing to coach me Um, and that was the very first athlete we ever had Shane Harrison from Canberra Australia Um, he's a diplomat now (laughs) and uh, yeah so um, I started doing that in 2009 and then, um, yes, yeah, slowly started adding athletes over the years, and the company grew a bit. And I realized that it was uh, way too much for me to do by myself. Um, and um, so, started looking around for a partner, and was eventually lucky enough to have Molly join as partner. Um, so that is the the short version of it. But uh, yeah, big thanks to Shane Harrison for. Um, purchasing those uh those wonderful fast head tubulars from me
0: now molly did you come on board because you had a wheel question as well
1: no i actually didn't know chris until i moved out to portland um i moved out here in 2012 and met chris at a coach book club um and uh, and right away I was like yes this guy has exactly the uh ex- like exactly the information that i want to talk about um so we ended up just really nerding out for a while and um and yeah that's how we started working together
0: so chris i mean personal business this is what you do now for a living what's it like to bring in a partner and how did you get the feeling that you know i think we could work well together
2: Mm. Um, yeah this is yeah this is my whole job now which is which is just bananas. Um, pretty pretty lucky that um, that I'm able to just be a coach and and live in the world that I like to be in. Um, a lot of my friends from high school are confused at first that I was an English teacher for a few years and now it makes a lot more sense that I'm a PE teacher for adults because they're all like, We all thought that you were going to be a gym teacher, Um, but um, the reason that uh, so what it's like having a partner it's amazing um, because I went like I went through some really rough patches in 2016, um, and I was thinking about selling the company, and by selling the company, uh, the one offer that we got. Um, was basically a, your company isn't worth anything. Uh, We think that you and maybe one or two of your coaches have a valuable client list. So we will take you and any one of your coaches that's willing to come along and hire you as our coaches, but we're not going to pay you anything more than, you know, a salary. Um, and I almost, I almost did that. I had to, I had to call a friend at the last minute and, uh, he talked me out of it. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, so I I really, really needed a partner, (laughs) um, because I just couldn't, I couldn't hold it together at that point and trying to coach and run the business and grow the business was just insane. Um, So having a partner is awesome, um, and I feel really, really lucky in my eventual choice of partners. Um, And um, let's see, the reason why I thought Molly and I would work well together, um, I don't know, like uh, I've recognized something similar and different um, because you really don't want to just, like, hire another version of yourself. Um, But I could also tell that Molly was really – Invested in competence, like in things being done really well and detail, um, and that's something that we both—that's both, both really—that's important to both of us. Um, and so I, I saw that when she came and worked at some camps, and then started being a coach for us. And I could also tell, like, just super stoked on the job and the world and the industry, um, and it seemed like. Molly was interested in growing something rather than taking something. And a few other people that I kind of thought about as partners, like, it seemed like they would be, have more been in it to to take something from the company, eventually. Um, And so I really thought that, yeah, I was right that like, the reason why Molly was excited about being part of the company was because she wanted to be part of something um and so yeah i i'm I'm lucky every day
0: i really like molly that chris said he didn't want another version of himself and i look at the two of you you're both extremely nice you really care about your clients uh you're so involved with what they do how are you different
1: that's a great question um so I think we do have a lot of things in common. Um, we both uh, we both have a lot of the same values around trading, um, and also about around coaching. Um, I think one of the reasons why we met was because um, we don't think of anything as being like an industry secret. Like we don't hold coaching too close to our chest. We're not too um, we're not too precious about it. Um, we really, I think, both of us like to know that what we're doing is the best, and in order to do the best, we want to get all of the information that we can. Um, that aside, I think we probably do have a couple of things that um, that we differ on. Most notably is that that three page email that Chris sent to his. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chris is a lot more verbose than I am. Um, he can really that guy can talk um, and well, like he puts a lot of thought and energy into into the words that he uses, and that is um, that's something that I've uh, that I've really benefited from and have um, have respected about the work that I've done. With Chris, Um, I tend to be more terse. I I came from a a entertainment background, Um, and so a lot of the emails that I'll send are like two sentences long. Um, And I think that both of us probably—I think those are probably more appropriate. Um, Each one is appropriate in different situations, and so I think there's um, there's probably something to be said for for both of those approaches. But it's good to have it's good to have both of them. yeah, we also probably were both bad at taking breaks, so I can't say that I, I convinced Chris to take more time off. Um, but I think that um, that we probably do have more similarities than differences. But one of the things that um, that I think is important to, to remember is that one of the reasons why I think this works so well, um, and Chris and I have both worked in restaurants at some point in our careers, is that we are both willing and able to take on um, whatever job needs doing. And I think that that is one of the things that has made us more uh, more adaptable um, to, to situations that they arise because there's nothing that is below our, our like, our pay grade, our, our super, super head pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're both willing to, like, get our hands dirty and do what needs to get done. and um, And I think that more than, like, stylistic differences – the fact that we have each other's back and are, are willing to kind of like do the job that needs to get done, whether or not it's um, it's within our job, job description is, is another one of the reasons why it's been so effective.
0: Thank you very much. Now, Chris, reason I wanted to have you on as our first coaching group is that I'm really impressed with you and Molly. You're multi-sport athletes. You bring in a lot of multi-sport athletes, but you have them race OBRA events. And I love that about what you do. It's you're really encouraging your athletes to be versatile. Why do you do that?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I think you know. So, like, uh, yeah, Molly and I are probably starting to get something of a reputation as the like Grim Reapers of triathlon coaching, uh, in that we tend to take triathletes and be like, hey you know there's like this other thing that maybe you would be good at that maybe you would like um because a lot of uh a lot of triathletes you know i mean triathlon is is tough right like you got to be you got to be um technically sound in three things though you don't have to be particularly like you don't have to have like a huge engine in all three of them but you do have to be technically sound at them um And I think for a lot of our athletes, from time to time, we've kind of thought, like, hey, maybe you might be happier being a gravel racer or being a cyclocross racer. Um, Or, you know, in some cases, like, you know, cycling isn't your strong suit at the moment. Maybe we can do some Oprah events, um, you know, and events like yours are really, really helpful for triathletes because it's a chance to get a real... Close mimic of the of the triathlon, um, the the cycling leg of a triathlon, um, but without the other stuff kind of around it, and um, so and that that's one of the reasons why the uptick in gravel has been useful is because is, gravel riding is so similar to the demands of triathlon that um, it really helps to be able to be like, hey, you know, you should go do the gravel um, to prepare for your. Seven point three, or like you should go do this time trial festival because it's going to really help kind of tune up your engine ahead of that next Olympic distance race. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, I mean, you know, like if there were more open water swim events and stuff, I think Molly and I would be sending a lot of people there also. Um, but Obra is like such a great welcoming community that it's a, it's a really good way to, Athletes, some more stimulus in a fun way, um, and uh, yeah, and and not have to do some of the other stuff that uh, triathlon requires.
0: Just a couple more questions. Molly, we were talking about uh, picking a, the right person to be a partner. How do you select an athlete? Because... Someone who just applies. Do you want to just take everybody on or do you kind of interview people who want to uh, have you as a coach or are thinking about having you as a coach?
1: Yeah. um, So I actually do most of the initial um, outreach and feedback uh, for athletes who do, who reach out to us. Um, I follow up with them and um, try to find them the right coach to talk to. And usually more than one. Um, I think that the most important thing for any athlete coach relationship is that you have to be able to have a conversation. like you have to be able to communicate. Um, I think, as alluded to before, um, it's not rocket science, but it is important that um, that there's honesty and transparency between athletes and coaches in order for that relationship to be successful. And if I sense that um, that an athlete, Will struggle to communicate with me. I will definitely push them towards someone who, um, who I think may be a better a better choice. And and I do give them that advice when they're interviewing coaches that like even if they don't end up working with us, work with someone who you feel like you can communicate well with. Um, Most athletes can can you know as long as they're willing to do the work and they have relatively realistic expectations of their own performance um i think that they can make a successful relationship with with a variety of coaches if they can communicate with them um but if that piece isn't there or if there is any dishonesty in um, the athlete coach relationship then i would absolutely say that that um that's not one that's going to be to either person's benefit because um because somebody is going to get hurt most likely
0: now, Chris, are you ta- accepting athletes uh, at this time and if so, where do people go to get more information?
2: We sure are. Um, we are mostly full, but not uh, not completely full. Um, we, uh, you know, um, we there are probably about a total of 10 slots um, for athletes available over the four coaches um, in the company. Uh, there's me and Molly, and then we have a coach named Donna Phelan, who is a longtime professional triathlete who lives in San Diego. And then Josh Sutton, who was one of our athletes and then was my business partner in a bike fit studio here in Portland Um, if working with any of us sounds interesting uh, the place to go is chrisbagcoaching.com and um, look on that page for the the coaching tab and that should uh, that should definitely help people get moving.
0: Now final question this is to both of you Molly let's start with you Uh, try to answer in three sentences and I want those sentences not to have a lot of commas in them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, why should someone utilize a coach?
1: ooh <laughs> the challenge is in uh, keeping it quick okay okay I have to show off because Chris is gonna have struggle because Chris is going struggle with this too um, <laughs>
0: Three sentences <laughs>
1: um, Choose a coach who can provide uh, appropriate guidance. Um, the way that you improve in in CBCG coaching at least is through, uh, through dedicated and scientific feedback and intuition from the coach that you're working with. Um, choose a coach who understands your goals and can help you get there.
0: Does nice job.
1: Chris. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: hard to follow. Um, <laughs> you should work with a coach because a coach provides a mirror to your experience in the sport. Having that mirror will allow you to see the things that you are doing well and poorly, and you will be able to improve because of it.
0: Nice job. Can I put in my reason for wanting a coach? (laughs) Totally. I really like working with someone who I respect and who, when I'm out on a workout, I have someone to answer to and someone who I might push myself a little harder than I think I can. That's
1: really good, too. Yeah, it helps to have somebody on the other side of the mirror. (laughs) Yep.
0: No, it's been great visiting with you. I'd love to chat with you some more uh, and uh, maybe start up some training tips type of thing with you
2: let's do it We would love
0: mm. that. yeah that sounds stoked. fantastic chris the website one more time
2: uh, chris bag
0: chris bag and molly balf thank you so much for joining us on over the top cycling presented by gerard cycles thank you
2: so much for having us george thanks george
0: from the over the top studios in netherland colorado i'm george thomas